0: Um, the Nerdist TV show is coming back BBC America, March 30th, Saturday at uh, 10 p.m I believe so it'll be a new Doctor Who and then Orphan Black, which is a new series and then our show. And I I don't I don't the guests that we're getting this season are are kind of freaking me out who's agreed to come on the show. I don't know if I'm allowed to announce it yet, but soon I will. And they'll be like, holy shit, how'd you get all those people? And i will gonna be like, I don't know person. But we did. Uh, so the show's going to be really fun. And there's a stand-up element to the show now. So the last, the last part of the last little chunk of the show is stand-up. We set up the room, so it would be really perfect for a good stand-up set and have some of my favorite comics coming in to perform uh, on each show. So it's going to be like a little uh, variety show kind of thing. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I'm also super excited that we have a new sponsor on the show, and it is the new Tomb Raider, uh, available in stores March 5th. Uh, stores like a Target, for example, would be a place that would have that. But uh, it's uh, available. It's for Xbox, Crystal Dynamics, and Square Enix. Uh, it's a complete reboot, and Lara Croft is is just, is just kind of a grittier Lara Croft. If you go to Skydarts Twitter page, you can see her profile banner. Uh, she cosplayed as the new Lara Croft last year at Comic Con or at uh, New York Comic Con, and it was a it was a big big hit. With the with the nerds, so uh, new Tomb Raider coming out. Uh, it's a cool story. Laura gets shipwrecked um, on this island off Japan, and uh, it's just it's basically she's searching for shipwrecked comrades, and uh, and it sort of uncovers the history of the island along the way. But uh, it's got uh, it's got survival gameplay and stealth and melee and range combat and exploration. So uh, the new Tomb Raider, it's a, it's wonderful that they were able to reboot the franchise, and so uh, now uh, March fifth. March 5th that'll come out and for a limited time you can get the uh, it comes with a collectible steelbook and the Shantytown multiplayer map so uh, just some cool extra stuff if you act fast so thanks to Tomb Raider for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast which is Ben Hoffman who uh, Jonah knew from working at Current and he's a really funny guy and he has a new show uh, premiering on February 28th on Comedy Central, The Ben Show, with Ben Hoffman. And uh, so we brought him on, and it's, it's always kind of fun to see, you know, particularly in Jonah's case, like, just people, like, graduating, like, oh, they used to work at this job together that they hated, and they, they, weren't, they weren't getting paid that much, and, and now they both uh, went on to other stuff, and you know, Ben's got his own show on Comedy Central, he's a super funny guy. So uh, here we go, The Nerds Podcast, number 326, with Mr. Ben Hoffman.
3: Now entering nerdist. dot com. Yeah. yeah. Can we get these words off the screen?
0: What do you guys have against captioning?
3: Well, on the uh...
1: on my first episode is up now on Comedy Central. It's is that better? We're right. Yeah. In. It's yeah. the top of the mic.
0: It almost has to go in your mouth. Hold on, I'm trying. To Slower. Think.
1: Slower. But should I add that I engineered and did all the music on my show? <laughs> I'm not. That's not a joke. <laughs> did you? Yeah. That good. Sounds good, Ben Hoffman. Thanks, man. Um,
0: What about closed captioning? Why do you hate it? No,
1: no. The the, our 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 show just premiered today on Comedy Central before its premiere, and it's set to default to closed captioning, which I find ruins comedy.
0: Oh, when you uh, when you have to read the yeah,
1: like you can
3: see the words before the joke comes. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it kind of screws it up. It
0: ruins it unless you're deaf. Exactly. In which case, I think it maybe greatly enhances it. It sure does. But what if percentage you're not deaf, of the audience? Listen, any 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 deaf people listening to this podcast right now, let us know what you think.
1: Yeah, which let us know which 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 version you like better. Oh, that's
0: right. What? It was, no one
1: transcribes this podcast. Some do people
3: they?
0: do actually. Ooh. Some people, I I get transcribed. I'm trying to think of anything I've ever said that might be. You would mad. not want to see making uh making offensively jokey stuff in conversation fine seeing it in print
1: oh just different.
0: never plays yeah.
1: podcasts don't read well they no. do not read well mm-hmm. at all for the most part yeah it's true
3: it's, just, it's like everyone's racist <laughs> everyone laughs at themselves a lot what's happening that would just be like reading a podcast would be like and then he ha, 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 La- ha, 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 laughs at ha, itself laughing
1: yeah. yeah, why are the same five characters in every book I read <laughs> just talking at each other to yeah. with each other in different locations?
0: <laughs> so Ben Hoffman, let's talk a little bit about your Comedy Central show. It premiered. All right, fine. It premiered today, which is this obviously will not air today, but it, it in the very recent in the very near future it will it, this will go up. So uh, tell people about the show, and then we'll talk about you and. Your hopes and your dreams and where you came from and
1: well, what your favorite Well, as my old buddy uh, Jonah here knows, um, I, uh, the show is me, my life. But it's me. You just follow me in my life. I go on like a journey in a certain episode. Like the, the first episode, I go buy a gun. And then the real people in my life that I meet along the way, they introduce the sketches. So it is a sketch show. Mm-hmm. But it's also me on the street because in between I'm talking to random street and all that stuff is real. Yeah, my dad's in the show. Girls I've asked out on dates who've turned me down are on the show. But Every they girl. but they agreed to come on television. Yes, they agreed yeah. to come on television and it's a gig. Yeah, because they're all wannabe actresses. So does that <laughs> sort of feel like you win in a way, or does it still feel like a when she comes on the show and says, explains how she pushed her pushed me off of her and we and I let that air, it's not a win in any, no. in any way. <laughs> it's a
3: hindrance of anything for the future.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well, can I tell you the real story about that girl? This, this involves Jonah. So Jonah and I, we've been through some shit together. <laughs> we used to work at Al Jazeera TV.
3: Yes, the pre-Al Jazeera Network.
1: Yeah. And uh, so the first time I was ever recognized for being on the show that Jonah and I was working on, this girl walks up to me at a bar and uh, She's like you're Ben Hoffman. I'm like yeah. The first time I've ever been recognized by anyone who wasn't, <laughs> who was an attractive person. So th- so I'm like fuck. This is it. this is the group. Like this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> That's why you do TV is to get attractive girls to come yeah. up to you and say hi. So I just I just assumed she was was into you re- into me. Yeah. ready to go. This is how groupies work. So I had her over for coffee. <laughs> All right, not over, but like met her up for coffee no interest in me at all but I just assumed she was so nervous because I was so famous <laughs> that she from this fifth tier cable channel for the channel that literally they couldn't measure on the dial because yeah. <laughs> the numbers were so low well they were so, using a dial as the problem yeah, yeah. yeah exactly so, back to that I, they came in one day they, were looked, they go either there was something wrong with the numbers or your show went up a bunch this week <laughs> next, cut to next week Something was wrong with the night <laughs> Oh, <Yeah.
0: laughs> uh, that sucks because you get that, like, oh my god, maybe what we're doing is okay, no. and then just taken away. Yeah, yeah no, they let us know, just what? like that girl that you went on a date with. Yeah. A very parallel experience. It's very parallel.
1: Everything I get is taken
0: away. I did have that happen once, where I, I <laughs> years and years, like ten years ago, uh, I there was this girl who was on a show on the same channel that I was on, and she uh, she was like, "Let's go out to lunch," and I was like, "Oh, this seems like." Okay yeah when does a uh, I mean that's a that's a statement like you know Exactly yeah she started it and then we went out to lunch <laughs> and she was she was she was very flirty and then um when she went to the bathroom, and I and in my and in my own head, I was like, "Oh, I think this is going well. I think that I, this is crazy. I didn't even have to do anything." Yeah. And then she comes back, and she was like, "Oh, I just had to go call my boyfriend." And then the rest of it was about her boyfriend. I'm no. like, "I don't understand why." And then that was it. There was no. There seemed to be no end game whatsoever. Why would
1: you have lunch with anybody if you have a boyfriend? No, no, no. no, no.
0: Well, not that. I just mean. No, I'm <laughs> no, with, I'm with that's you. That's kind of rude of her. It, it just, it's not. It wasn't rude. I just couldn't figure out, like, well, then why did you? I mean guys are dumb so maybe she just thought well this is a nice funny friend to have so maybe in her mind the end game was let's be friends but there didn't really seem to be any clear like did you want to pitch something or did you want to go out like there was no and then it was just like okay see ya she liked you for you that's impossible. I, uh, I am I am unlikable to the core, Jonah Ray. <laughs> Once you peel back the layers, it's just like oh god, it's just like opening up a sewage tank.
3: I knew the internet was right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the internet's always right, I disagree. Jonah. The internet's always right, always, always, yeah. always. So, uh, so you go to lunch with this girl. What, what, what's the part where you she had to push you off her?
1: No, so then I'm like I, I assume that everything, her shyness and disinterest in me is because of my enormous fame. Mm, of course. I'm all not realize. I mean, yeah. Ben from Infomania. Yeah, in the back of my head, I'm, I still realize well, I've been recognized once. Yes. So I know my fame is not really that is not really catching on. So, I'm, I'm like, this girl's a super fan. She's just nervous to be around me. That's why she's not like being really nice. Uh-huh. She's it turns out she's not being nice because I'm boring and annoying and have a bad personality. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm with. Her. I'm, I agree. So I'm like, let me walk you to your car afterwards. Walk you to a car. Nurse, and, and there's no. Signed to do anything but in your I, head
0: you're like I'm going to give it a shot anyway well,
1: in my head I'm like I gotta tr- go for it because this is her dream I'm going to make her dreams <laughs> reality Still, so, she's going to get to make out with the biggest celebrity in town right of course I go in to make out and literally like forcefully pushes me off her, and then of course texts me that night like you know really fun hanging out <laughs> yeah. And then I text her, you know, six months later, like, I have a pilot for Comedy Central. Do you want to be on it? She's like, oh, cool. A gig.
0: Mm, that's really weird. I
1: yeah. I actually, yeah. I haven't now even. Now you're married. Yes, I love her.
3: <laughs> I haven't even,
0: I haven't even weirder. I haven't even weird. Not, not, And I'm not trying to do the rude one-upsmanship, but I do have an oh. even weirder one than that, which was back when I was uh, Peter Hardwick, which was drunk Chris Hardwick back in. I think maybe like 99, 2000, um, there was this bar I used to hang out at all the time, which was near UCLA, which was pathetic because I was 10 years too old to be doing that. The Irish That's bar. That's beside think the it's point.
3: I kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had to sneak in there with a fake ID once. Oh, uh, wasn't
0: that adorable? That yeah, was fun. I man. got you drunk. Yeah, you did. Uh, remember those days? <laughs> Good times. No job to get up for the next day. <laughs> Just drinking and eating pizza at 4 a.m. And wondering why the work wasn't falling into my yeah. my fat yeah.
1: lap. <laughs> <laughs> and now you gotta get up at noon for a podcast. Ugh.
0: Ugh, I hate it. It's uh so anyway, so there was this girl who was a uh bartendress at uh at this at this bar that I used to hang out with all the time. And I we didn't ever get along really, but then one night we sort of hit it off and then she was like, Let's go, let's go bowling. And I'm like, Okay. So we go bowling, we go down to Bayshore Lanes on Pico. It was in her that she instigated it. Ooh. Then we, uh, and then we were, are going to continue the hangout after bowling. So she comes over to my apartment. She's like, "Do you have any sweats I can wear?" And I'm like, "Sure." So she puts on sweats. We get into bed, and then I go to. Nothing's happened at this point. I go to try to kiss nothing's her. Happened. Nothing's happened.
1: But I'm saying that that's a, to me that's a lot that has happened.
0: That, yeah. yes, I mean nothing. But but we still there's no no yeah. no. No touching or fluids have been exchanged uh, on any front, and or back. And so she, uh, I go to kiss her. She, meanwhile, she's in my t- like a T-shirt of mine and sweats in my bed. Yeah, and she's like, "Whoa, whoa, hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "What, uh, what do you mean?" She was like, "I have a boyfriend," and I'm like, "Why, Ooh, what? Does why, does he are know you,
3: what you're doing? Why are you, where you here?" Are. And
0: she's like, "I'm not doing anything wrong." I said, "For I, I, as nearly as I can figure." She had some sort of a falling out or something with her boyfriend and needed a place. S- just not just needed a place, I think just needed an emotional place. Like uh. it reassured, I don't know. I think she just needed to know, like, I can still do this. Ugh. And so nothing happened. And she ended up keeping a shirt that I really loved. That was um. it.
1: That was the strangest. That's pretty strange. I mean, that's taking it to the next level.
0: Yeah, that's a bit far. Getting into
3: bed, wearing your clothes, sweats, known for being able to be taken off easily. I'm very respectful. I was like, well, "Do you know your
1: own- sweats? You know your way around them."
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: My you know the drawstring in you know there. The trick.
3: Yeah. <laughs> don't pull too hard. You have not knot one side.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> be- don't get the don't take the string out. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Which is something I I like to say to <laughs> girls a lot.
0: What? Oh,
3: nothing.
1: Oh, it's not sorry. fun
0: anymore. Oh, I'm I sorry. said don't take the string out. Something I like to say to girls a lot. It's oh. not a good.
3: No, there was there no, was good. I'm sorry. It was a bad joke. I was giving it up for the guest, and I. You should you should give it up for the guest. What it is.
1: Two killer jokes at the same time. I mean, <laughs> this is what happens
0: when you have a tornado and an earthquake. <laughs> yeah. Can
1: we put one on the left here, one on the right?
0: <laughs> you gotta pay
1: attention it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll
3: separate like
0: them like, the we'll yeah. yeah.
3: like the Beatles. We'll separate them like the
1: Beatles. Yeah, exactly. We got the Beatles and the Stones playing at the same time. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that would make me angry. And, and, then, yeah. and then,
0: and then, and I was like, well, do you want me to go sleep on the couch then? I don't, and then she was like, no. And then she kind of like snuggled up. Uh, I, I just didn't know. And, and so I just kind of laid, I laid sort of like a, like a beef eater doll, just like arms at my side all night. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's acceptable. I wonder if that's like... She got up and
1: left the next morning. that's her thing, though, like, you know, like her boyfriend is like, oh, she did it again, met a guy, went back, put on his I clothes. I didn't do anything. On. Yeah.
0: I just slept in his clothes yes. in his bed. <laughs> the difference.
3: Like, she's bungee jumping where the guy, the boyfriend, thinks she's skydiving. You know? <laughs> it's a little
1: safe. Oh, okay, Nothing yeah. Nothing wrong. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, but a parachute could be analogous to a bungee. I mean,
1: parachuting still says... Bungee sounds like sex to me, man. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. It's the boing sound.
3: Okay, it's the uh, it's the fake... It's doing the, the fake air tank uh, skydiving yep. exercise. Yeah. As opposed to a real skydiving. I would
0: say this was like an emotional bungee jump where I thought, I might be going in! I'm not going in. So you're the
3: one doing the bungee. Yep. I really want to bring it back to bungee jumping. Yeah, here's that's my possible. metaphor. And she
1: is a creek. Her... Her boyfriend thinks she's fucking, but she's not. That's a good metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have the word? Do I have the word metaphor right? Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Right. I think I may have gone through. It's like when,
0: <laughs> when her boyfriend. Yeah, I know. Wonder what ever happened to that girl? Oh, that was a long time ago. Probably got kids now. Probably got a probably got a bunch of guys that didn't touch her.
1: She's she probably got a lot of sweats by now. She must yeah, have yeah. a ton. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, she has a sweat, she's collecting sweats. Museum. Oh, she owns Juicy. <laughs> <laughs> she just took all the old sweats
0: and yeah. put Juicy
3: letters on She was on also them. Yeah. hanging out I'm like, do you have any iron-on letters? She was just getting everything ready.
1: Yep. That's it. Building her empire.
0: Yeah. S- uh, sexless sleeping your way to a, a, a new business. And but Ben, worked. we're not here to talk about how I almost hooked up with a girl and puzzlingly we didn't. Don't,
1: we didn't. We don't know that, but... I'm happy to do that.
0: What's uh when when did you so your Comedy Central show? How many episodes did you do? Did it like ten episodes? Eight. You did eight episodes.
1: They offer ten. I said no way. <laughs> I got eight in me. I said eight. Hey, I got eight. Please no season two. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm out of ideas. I was out of ideas after episode. No, I, I am psyched that the, to me, the audience will f- decide later. To me, it gets better as it goes along. Yeah. Which so why is, don't you
3: shuffle them around then?
1: See, that's the thing. they I, The whole point was to start them off strong. But we're in a different position than a lot of shows. This is not going to be like a giant, like, everyone tune in week one. This is going to be a slow build because I'm an unknown quantity over there. Um, this other guy, Nathan Fielder, has a show after ours. <laughs> it's also really funny. So it kind of needs to all... Be all killer, no filler, as ACDC dc used to say. Yeah,
0: boy, they sure were talking about the internet. Yeah, exactly. and and programming and television. They're talking
1: about my show. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's gonna take. It might take eight weeks for people to find the show because it's not gonna be. You know, I, I mean, I'm doing like Kim and Conan and that kind of stuff, but it's not gonna be like a giant juggernaut of advertising. And st- like you're gonna have to find the show. So I like the fact that it's all kind of spread out. Well, you don't know that. I mean, you know, I
0: think uh, Key and Peele started off. You know, like they built, they built gradually, and that when that got huge because Tosh started real small too.
1: Tosh started small, but Key and Peel actually, their first week numbers were enormous.
0: Well, I take that back then. Yeah,
1: no, they they got it like a season two pickup. I think like the next day. Yeah, well, I don't know Crazy what I'm. Like I don't know that. what I'm talking about. Dying. Well, I, I, did, I didn't. I didn't mean to correct you, but but you I, should correct me with truth. But. I've learned more about ratings these past seventy-two hours than I've ever known. My Isn't life. it great? Yeah, it's great <laughs> stuff. It's really nice to be able to quantify your worth by
0: how much. Be- I mean, that's all we do now. It's what are the download numbers? How many views did it get? How many yeah. subscribers oh, did it get? What the, are the you ratings? Get,
1: you have that stuff too.
0: Well, uh, yeah, because you know what's interesting is that there really should be th- some three-dimensional number that tracks. You know, because I, I don't think like community, for instance, I don't think communities. Nielsen, television ratings are a fair representation of what the cultural impact of that show is when you, when you look at, you know, who's watching it on Hulu and, and social media.
1: In years to come on cable and yeah
0: on television's TV. one number, and it doesn't, it doesn't paint the whole picture, particularly for, you know, for a lot of Comedy Central's audience, which I imagine is a substantial number under 25, who probably watches a lot of things online.
1: Yeah, yeah. and there's no way to, fi- and I think they're still figuring out the DVR ratings. DVR probably. ratings don't yeah. count. It's the dorm room
3: crazy. ratings, one TV, bunch of dudes watching that TV.
1: That's true, actually, because it's weird. T- I always, do you, f- you guys find this weird? Maybe it's just because we're a little older, but all this, like, th- we need the college kids watching, the college kids watching. I don't think there was a time in my life where I watched less TV than college.
3: None of my, I didn't watch any. I didn't go, but during college age, I mean, I, d- I couldn't afford cable. I didn't really watch TV. I, I was
1: out. M- my do- yeah. dorm did not have a TV. We didn't have- watch any. Not only that, but yeah. it's
0: a pretty big audience that's not in college. Yeah, pretty big audience. It's over twenty-two. Pretty big, yeah, with yeah. a lot more money to spend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the
1: it's like the people who are who are skipping school Or actually getting jobs with the people who are watching.
3: Yeah, TV. Like, and who has know. less money than a kid in college? Yeah, you know, there's no money you at all. Can advertise that car. Well,
0: a lot of third world countries yeah. have less money than kids in an American college. Here we go. What I'm just saying, John.
1: He, t- we said we're gonna talk the truth. He gave you the
0: truth. <laughs> what's uh, T.J. What's Miller's uh, real juice? Drink it up. Real juice. Drink it up. Um, Sorry,
3: I've, got
1: a, oh, I've got like a like a hot girl laugh, thanks to like a a, a little uh, bug. I've I'm not. What's a know?
3: hot
0: girl? like a party girl voice?
1: Well, no, I just like when I laugh. I'm I not gonna like... sleep with you. <laughs>
0: Like oh that, yeah, yeah.
3: That
1: little raspy thing. Is yeah. that a
0: hot girl laugh, or, or, or is that girl. like a a, a, party, a party girl laugh? That's, yeah.
1: Well, to me, hot women are ninety and over. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. That's what I meant to say. Um.
3: So yeah, Ben and I worked at Current TV, which is now owned by Al Jazeera. Yep. And uh, I can't think of a more miserable
0: time in my TV career.
1: It was pretty awful. Like I had to talk you out of
0: leaving there. We talked. Yeah, you did. I, I talked Joan out of leaving there to yeah, come with
1: I was having the conversations with him on the other side, like, pushing yeah. him out, like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Well, it's because it was me, Ben, and
3: our friend Alex, who also worked at Current, and we were, it would be the three of us, and sometimes maybe Dan, uh, that would like, every day, we'd leave the offices and go eat at Daphne's next to Target in West Hollywood.
1: That was our joy. That man. was our joy. Bogo. What was so cool about it? We had, so we had about them it. bogos. It, you know what it was? Looking back on it, in fairness... It was almost like film school that I got that you get paid for cuz yeah. I did learn how to make TV there. I will say that. I learned how to make bad TV. <laughs> A lot yeah. of it was on me claiming just complaining that I was way bet too, well, I was too good for this and they don't understand my talent. Well or that's
3: well, that's all we would go and talk about. We would just go like it's like you know our bosses don't fucking understand. These guys are just fucking jocks or college guys that just no don't know comedy. It's like you know like we like, that's the thing i would always bring up i was like like you know ben and i were like we were in the trenches we've performed live comedy we've been with we, you know comedy is like our directional like that's where we came from to do this and to have some guy that fucking played soccer uh for his entire life then started running the fucking tv show that we were working on be like i don't know if it's funny the comedy no, you because you're not smart or funny you know <laughs> yeah, <well>, you <laughs> got
1: to be on stage. I, I don't do stand up i performed obviously a lot of sketch and stuff but like you have to be on stage and hear silence from the audience while you're trying to be funny or you can't get anywhere. Like, you yeah. have to have he- heard that silence. And we were just getting a lot of notes from just exec... Ma- mainly, they also want us to have this, like, political angle, you know, because it was... Everything had to have like, a... Like, yeah. And I, a, have, I have no political... I'm not a political comedian. I don't... Doing this. do Of course, an outsider would say, why didn't you just quit? Which is what <laughs> you're about to say and what you helped Jonah do. But, yeah. uh, like... At the time, there was no other... Gi- like, one. I remember one time being at Daphne's with you guys. I don't know if you remember this. But I was like, listen. Just out of nowhere, I go, listen. We're making livings. We're on yeah. TV. <laughs> we can pay our bills. This is good. This is positive. And, so, and and Dan's like, I'm getting this on iPhone. He films me saying it. Yeah. Because he never heard me say anything positive. in like... And every t- for the next week, he's like, "I'm just gonna play this every time." I'm <laughs> <laughs> so I had to watch that video like eight thousand times. And yeah. Then I was just like, "Just erase the fucking thing." Yeah. I know I was talking shit. I just had like a, I just chugged a diet coke. Maybe there was caffeine <laughs> in the brain or something. Maybe I don't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was
0: it was like watching the other uh, Douglas Quaid at the end, <laughs> when he comes on the screen at the end of uh, the uh, Total Recall. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Where where before his memory was wiped, yeah, it's like, oh, who's that guy? Who's another, That's yeah. exactly I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Except yours was the po- the polarity reverse. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. I don't want to be the positive yeah. guy. But there was a
3: lot of guilt that we had because because of the fact that we were like, you know, we're on TV, we're making you know shows, we're making a living. But, um, it, it, but it's, it it wasn't what any of us it wanted. Is, it is
0: hard, and I know some people can say like, well, shut up, you have a job. But if the whole purpose of your existence is to You know, uh, is is a creative endeavor, and you have stuff that you really want to do, and someone else who doesn't really care about it that much
1: is keeping you from doing that. It is, it's kind of a bummer, and we were we felt trapped because we were like, I don't, I mean, not like I have something to say, but like I can be funny. I can do this in my head. I'm thinking I can do this, and nobody's watching it. nothing's happening with it but I can't leave because it's a full-time gig, you know, yeah. it's like too scary. Every That's week. why I had so much respect for Jonah. That's why when you took him away, I was like, you know, fucking take me with. Like how do you? <laughs> yeah. <eat it>? yeah, <laughs> take but it, me with but, you. cuz right after that is when I got the job offer to write on a uh, Norm Sport Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, finally just to be in the game, you know, just to be part of like, you know, like I walk in the office of a sports show and I go, uh, you know, other guys in the office. He goes, hi, I'm Steve O'Donnell. I'm like, Steve O'Donnell? Like the head writer of Letterman for 15 years, Steve O'Donnell? The guy who came up with the top 10 list, Steve O'Donnell? Said, yeah, 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 nice to meet you. Yeah. I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I I obviously know I'm nowhere near as funny as Steve O'Donnell, but just to be in a room with these people, it, like, changes everything. It's yeah, all of a sudden this, it, it so, makes you
3: feel like you're doing the right thing.
1: Yes, and it was very validating, but I do wish, looking back on it, I had enjoyed I was going to say my time at current, but I should have just said I wish I'd enjoyed my life. But that's <laughs> yeah. But in one little. But it's, you know, like I, I can. Under, and, and part
0: of the reason I imagine it's great to have your own show now is that uh, it's, you know, I'm fine. If I try jokes and they're mine and they fail, I can deal with that. But if someone else tells me what to do and I have to do it and then it fails. It's just like it's like your dad writing your stand-up jokes for you and be like <laughs> you have to do this and you go out there and you're like I'm sorry. I know you think this is
1: me, but this isn't coming from me, <laughs> but I don't have a choice. But you and you, but you've done a lot. You used to do pilot for Comedy Central. So I did, right? yeah. But the the execs there and I hate to be this guy, but they've been fucking great. They were great with me too. They're awesome and they're they're really big on not like this is what you have to do. This is what you don't have. like the show that I made is the show I want. There's no there's not a compromise in the show. I had the exact It is my show and they are letting me do exactly what I want. The notes they gave me, again, I I sound like a douche saying it, they were good notes. Yeah. They helped the show and I took the notes not because not to be nice, because they were notes that made the show funnier.
0: Yeah. Comedy Central is really is Comedy Central is a really good place to work right now and I say this I don't know if they're gonna pick up my show and if they don't pick up my show I would yeah, still sh- I, w- I don't know if they're gonna pick up my show they would still say the same exact I mean I would still say the same exact thing which is there there's kind of a renaissance a comedy like they're going out on, to yeah. the you know to you and Jezelnik and uh and Nick Kroll and all these yeah. people and just saying like you know what would you want to do with the show
1: and letting you guys do it which is what a fucking network should do. Totally. And I ran into Nick a while ago, and he's just like, yeah, it's just so awesome with you and me and, you know, Nathan and Jessalyn, Nick and Amy, all these people just, like, they just made a decision, like, let's try to make some good, find some funny people and, and yeah. let them do the show they want to do. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it does, it does. But it's it's their voice. I mean, there's, there's nothing... If you don't like my show, I had no chance. Like, it's all me. Like, it's yeah. all my personality i'm leaving nothing on the table on the show like there's nothing else i can give you if, if you, you just it comes down to whether you like it or not but there's no compromises made as far as like see i told him that wouldn't have worked i told them this one worked. like i'm completely and they're happy about it too that's the best part yeah is that they're as psyched about the show as i am well, more probably more psyched about this show than i am
0: well i always i mean i always think it's a good idea to sort of pick your battles on a show so that you're not the totally you're not I, always, you're not always the guy put, like some people just love to push back no matter what and anything a network says they're like you fucking tell them and I'm like listen some things aren't that important if they think the set should be wider or if they think I'm like Fine, I don't fucking care you know just like it, but it never got to a point where I had to pick a battle right like I just That's didn't have it's to like, just didn't have to pick it
1: I, it's, it's weird you said that because my whole thing was like listen I got to pick my battles I got to pick my battles I lock sound tomorrow and I never picked the bat, Like, <laughs> like I always was waiting for the one big battle to fight. Yeah. And we're we're done tomorrow night, and I never did Like, I saved it all up for nothing. There was no yeah. big battle.
0: Maybe just deliver it, and
1: just for no reason, just go, and fuck you, yeah. like, just for no reason.
0: <laughs>
3: but now you're a guy that was, like, fun to work Like, they're probably like, that was a good working experience. Well, with that
1: them. was my big thing, too, is, like, make sure the show's cheap. cheap. Make sure it's easy. And make fun. Sure not, make sure it's fun. It was fun for everyone but me, because I'm driving myself crazy. But... Yeah, make it an easy experience. Don't be a fucking pain in the ass.
0: You don't have to be. There's no. You don't have to be a pain in the ass. And I, I hate, I hate drama on shows because there, it's it's such a pain in the ass to pitch a show, get a show picked up, get it into production, get it on the air. It's just like, can we just fucking enjoy the fact that this has happened and not try to ruin it?
1: Exactly. I, they they sent me uh right after I wrapped. They sent me like some gifts and I I came home and there was like these gifts at my door. I'm like. Why would they buy me gifts? Like, I don't understand. Like, I thought they, they did me a favor. They gave me a show. I'm like, wait a second. Oh, yeah, we're in business together. They want the show to do well.
0: First, what yeah. Or, yeah. For a second? I thought you meant animated gifts. Like, really, I was like, they sent yeah. them animated
1: gifts of, like, Internet, thumbs YouTube. Up or... yeah, it's <laughs> Sorry. Like, good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, I, I uh, it's, just, it's just weird for me. Like, I didn't even sometimes forget that it's not, they're not doing this to, they're doing it for the same reasons you're doing it. They want a hit show. Yeah, like they're not like, no. My parents didn't call up and make them make do the show. They're yeah. in Kentucky. They have no. They have no options. I
0: do. I mean, I, I guess I like the idea of a hit show. Is is of course I like. Why wouldn't I want that? But but for me, I really just want a show that sustains itself. That is fun. You yeah. know, like and so and if it's not. You know, if it's not like the fucking biggest show on cable, I'm I'm fine with that. I, I just want it to be fun and and have enough people watch it that we can keep making stuff that we like.
1: Totally, and that that was our thing too. Is like we had a scene that was actually I won't bring it up, but that was cut from the show, which I didn't argue about. It just again, I'm not gonna bring it up, but it, it was. Let's just say it was shot before Newtown, mm-hmm. and because of events, we couldn't air it, and I had no arguments. And they're like, you yeah, know, maybe we'll air it, you know, season two. But I mean, obviously, they can't make that decision right now. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like I'm totally cool with like with not with saving stuff for other seasons, going for the maybe season three is the has the breakout sketch in it. I don't know as long as I can sustain enough and make them a profit until then. Keep the on my end, I can keep it cheap. You know that's one thing you can do, but you know it doesn't have to be. You can be successful in television, especially nowadays, without having to be like the biggest show on cable yeah yeah
0: there's There's no for everything well yeah it's it's there's a different programming philosophy now and then in the in the old days of television it was like this has to 20 million people have to watch this or it's getting the fuck off and now i think people are realizing it's sort of an expanded version of the thousand true fans story where it's like you can you know you can still have uh, and by the way several hundred thousand people watching a
1: show is still a lot of people it's a lot of people yeah Yeah. particularly now well Louie, I think someone told me gets a less than half a million per show. And that's a who do, everyone I know loves Louie and watches you Yeah. Know, it's like that's a successful show.
3: Yeah, well, Conan show gets like a little less than a million per show.
0: Yeah. And it's like still it's doing fine. Because yeah. there because there are shows that again, this is the idea of 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 depending too much on that number, which I understand they have to do because television really is driven by advertising. So they have to be able to go into they have to be able to go to a sponsor and say they, they can't say, but look at the cultural penetration the show has. They have to say these are the numbers that this show has.
1: But that's when your thing comes back into play when they're like, listen, the numbers don't add up this and that. But the dude was a pain in the ass. The show was expensive. He was fucking annoying. He battled with us all the time. Then we can show him the numbers and say, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. But if they're cool and they you know they'll work with you with the low numbers if you're. Fun and easy to work with. it's, yeah. not, it's not really rocket science.
0: But Louis's show is worth way more than whatever that half a million viewer or whatever the number is. It's probably Because, that, but... but because it. I mean, when you look at, yeah, I don't know what the exact numbers on the show is, but I, but I, but it's not like ten million people exactly. But it's a, but, it's it's such an amazing show that it's penetrated the culture and everyone is aware of it.
1: And what happens too is the next Louis wants to go to FX and make his show. Because they see that Louis can make Louis there, and it's it brings business in. You know, yeah, like people want to make their shows. It's now for the FX, you know.
3: It's what we were saying earlier. Is it's the prestige of having it there? Like you know when uh, we were saying like major record labels. Uh, like, you know, they'll have Sonic Youth on or uh, Built to Spill. Now, these aren't going to be on the charts. You know, these aren't going to be top in the charts, but they're there kind of as a prestige. It's like, it's like, you know, we do still have good quality talent that doesn't get the numbers. Yeah. You know, they just, they have them there, and that's kind of what, like, Louis is. Or, you know, some, like, like Mad Men has good numbers, but it's like, you know, and you Breaking Bad. Our own
1: current our own current offices.
3: Oh, that's right. When you guys moved over there. Yeah, I was I'll gone but, you, before when, then.
1: Yeah, when we're, uh, when you're depressed about you're gay and you walk downstairs and you see John Hamm walk by in his Mad Men outfit, it doesn't help.
3: No, nah, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, that show's a little better than me standing in front of a green screen talking about an iPhone. <laughs> were you those,
0: those, were, were in those studios downtown? Is that where you the guys Nagatomi were? The yeah, yeah. Nagatomi building or whatever? Well, there, it's, there, there's... No, it's st-
1: the Los Angeles Center Studios.
0: They, yeah. yeah, I don't know if they're still there, but they were at Los Angeles Center Studios, and the, fa- and the, inc- the yeah. incredible thing about, about that place is that um, the original Sterling Cooper offices... All of the offices there look like that because it's a really old facility. But the weird time warpy thing is the Sterling Cooper—the original Sterling Cooper offices—they did them all up and repainted everything. I mean, but the rest of the offices in that in that complex were like that, but then run
1: down by forty years. Yeah, you know, so so they entrance, can do some flash forward. Entrance is the entrance to the building too. Oh, it is. When you walk in. Yeah. So, yeah, you, can, you, you notice it when you I'm
3: sure. In. I think that's the Nakatomi
0: Plaza from Die Hard.
3: No. Was that Nakatomi no, Plaza? No. no, no. It's no. not? Absolutely.
1: Nakatomi Plaza, I thought, was... That's Century City.
0: I think it was in Century City. Oh. I don't know. The internet's correcting us right now.
1: Jonah, <laughs> come on, man. Old <laughs> pals, come all the way out of here. you embarrassing me with this Nakatomi <laughs> shit.
3: How did you, you pick that? We should look it up, though, just in case I'm right. We'll
1: figure it out later. How okay. did
0: you... Uh, we're never going to figure it out. How did you... The, how could we, Jonah? What would you... There's someone just sitting there. I come on. You forgot your phone, Kyle? How are you alive? That's projecting. By what if way, your that's car projecting. breaks down?
1: What that's if... projecting. You that's need projecting. to
0: yelp something
1: <laughs> and then tweet about it. Can yeah. I ask a question? So yeah. I'm here. That. Nerdist, the head of technology, there's a guy in the corner with a n- n- white notepad and a pen. Like, I've never seen anybody taking actual notes. And, like, shouldn't that be a MacBook Air or something? Like work analog.
0: He totally works analog. Yeah. And
1: right. then everything, everything. If you approve of it, it's but everything it's gets turned digital. Chris doesn't like the clickety clack. Oh, there you go.
0: It drives <laughs> him
3: crazy. See, that
1: makes sense. There's an answer. That's it's an answer. digital
0: yeah. in the sense that he's using his fingers to write letters. Yeah, but he's.
1: Oh, but he's guy, wearing an like, awesome ground control shirt. I am. This is like a guy. He looks like he's more at home with that phone in his hand, though. Yeah. I do feel safer now. You do yeah. seem slightly yeah. more complete. I, I, you I, came I, to I, life.
0: I was halfway here when I realized it was gone and almost thought, be like, well, I'll be late, but I'll be
1: safe because I'll have my phone. Mm-hmm. He's just staring at that pad, waiting for a, a text to appear. That's
3: the thing, without having your phone, I saw you waiting outside. And how do you wait without a phone? I forgot how to wait.
0: Well, in the old days, Jonah, if you said you were going to meet someone somewhere and. You, they didn't show up. You just never saw that person yeah. again.
1: I just do. Do I? Paul met John. That one seemed to work out.
3: Yeah, that meant, yeah. <laughs> I just would assume everyone died in a car wreck on the way over. Just mm-hmm. like they're not here.
1: They must have died.
0: Yep. So they didn't call. Yeah. How did you pitch your show to Comedy Central? Did they see you in something, or did you? Well,
1: yeah, I was I was working on Norm, and they really were really happy with my writing on Norm's show. And then I wrote on a bunch of their pilots, and they kind of let me know, like, if you ever have a show to pitch, like. Let us know. The door was open, not like we'll make a show, but so I pitched this show and uh, they gave us, I, I think, I'm not even allowed to say the number, but a number so low you wouldn't even know you could make television for this low. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'll make it for this, I'll make you a pu- full pilot for this l- ridiculously low amount of money. And I turned it in and the, it was, I mean, it's like X rated. Like it was the craziest thing <laughs> I'd ever seen. I had a barbershop quartet count down the, uh, Top internet porn videos of the week. Mm-hmm. You—that's a good way to get blackballed out of the barbershop quartet community <laughs> really fast. They,
0: I'm really sorry. Did were we were able to make amends?
1: One finally. One finally said, "No, no, I haven't." They're, there's a lot of people who are pissed off, but this group is really great. They—they're in the show. Um, uh, I mean, just a lot of I didn't. I'm, I was like probably the same thing as you. Like I've seen a lot of my friends make pilots, and I could see them kind of like trying to make what they think the network will like. Oh, what that's they think. such a tough... Because you can never predict them. And when you think other shows, that it looks like... I go, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to make the, a pilot that in 10 years, when well, I'm going to be hanging out at my house, and my friends are going to be drunk, and they're going to say, Dude, didn't you make a pilot for Comedy Central 10 years ago? We're going to turn it on, and they're all going to start cracking up like... I can't believe you turned this into an actual
3: movie.
1: <laughs> You fucking idiot. Can anyone see the pilot anywhere? Yes, well it's airing as episode 4. It, it's so dirty that they said they can't air it for the fir- as the first episode. Cuz they don't
0: want it they probably don't want it to be reviewed as like this is the f- Exactly, exactly. Okay, yeah.
1: But they are airing it as f- I mean it be heavily Oh, here's another cool thing that I just found out about. This is my first plug, but the uh, they are, they rarely do this. They're going to air versions of my show completely unbleeped. After one AM. Oh, oh they, that's really cool. Awesome. That's great. And they don't usually like, which is cu- cost money too, because I gotta get, we gotta outlay two versions of the show. You know, yep. no one believed it, so it costs us money. But so like after one, I don't know when it's gonna air, but like you can watch it with fuck and shit. And di- I mean, I don't know exactly what. Dick. D- D- what? Dick. Dick D- is in there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of dick. But Well. Butthole. Ooh. I mean, but I think you can air. Yeah. I'm finding. I found out what you can't say. It's kind of interesting.
0: You can say you can call someone an asshole, but you can't refer to someone's asshole. You can't say... I think it's...
1: I think it's no, you, you're right. If you right.
0: say, like, yeah. that asshole has a tight asshole, like, you'd have to, you'd have to bleep I did the second could say, one. You can say,
1: man, you're a dick,
0: Right. you can't yeah. say,
1: suck my dick. You yeah. cannot
0: say, suck my dick.
3: Yeah. When I when I did a Live at Gotham, I had the word glory hole in there. And, like, they said, you can't say glory hole. We're going to have to beep glory. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, then it just seems like I'm saying asshole. Then the whole joke is messed up and i say can i say hole of glory and they're like yeah you can say that and then I actually meant to get got a better laugh because i said that
1: yeah sometimes there there are clever see i tried to as the show was going sometimes try to get find clever ways around bad words that sometimes get me like i'm i'll say like ding-a-ling or something Yeah. or, or like poo hole or whatever that i think is clean mm-hmm. which will actually are actually words you can't i found out later you can't say <laughs> which do bleep which sounds like the dirty word so i should have just said the dirty word Anyway, it's a it's it's a it's a weird there's a weird
0: gray area which depends on uh, because cable is not regulated like broadcast. Yeah, there's a,
1: there's it's, a, it's a there's no kind of rhyme or re- it's mean,
0: sponsorship regulated. It's, yeah. So it's sponsorship regulated in the sense that there's an SP, there's a standards and practices guy who will look at stuff and go, well, in my experience, you probably I mean, there are some the obvious ones, but they're. You probably can't say that because that will upset the sponsor. And if someone writes in and complains, like, they, you know.
1: And there's a the whole thing, too, where they're like, you know, you can say f- shit, but it's n- you won't get your TV-14 rating. You're contracted to make a TV-14 show. And if it's TVMA, which is the next rating above it, you can't, we, we can't legally air it before 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you want those daytime re-airings, which is, you know, what kind of helps the show out. So you want to put the bleeps in. But it's just, it's just this whole thing—it's it's kind of self-regulated, as you're saying too. But there is some—I I don't know if they—who rates it. Like, is, do they rate themselves? I don't know. It I must don't. be an independent thing because that that TV fourteen thing at the you know that thing at the yeah beginning yeah of course that blocks the person's face. Who's yeah, talking for a good 10, 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, yeah. where you are trying to figure out who's talking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I don't. It must be a like a like the MPAA type of thing for television that does mm, it. Yeah. Know. I know I've gotten on the wrong side of it quite a few times. Some dude I just recognized from E walked by. Who was it? I don't know, but I was, it was a. Uh, he gives he gives gossip.
3: Ooh, sweet gossip. Yeah.
1: Hmm. So, what's going to happen? Because
0: they literally can just pick up the show whenever they feel like it. It could air once and they pick it up, or it could at the end of the season, they yeah, could pick the it up later. They and literally,
1: so- they could call I could There could be a, a message waiting on my phone right now saying, We love it when can you get season 2 they could wait till contractually my last 5 minutes on my contract runs out and say sure let's do it. i mean th- th- there's there's no way i mean like i said i don't, we're not expecting huge giant first night numbers mm-hmm. first week first couple week numbers i think it's going to take a build but yeah they can pick it up or not pick it up at any at any time i mean i personally because of who i am i like low expectations because I, I don't want to have to hit those, you know, those South Park numbers. Is it going to freak you out if you end up with a hit show
0: and then do because you sort of come from that background, like is it going to freak you out if something's really?
1: Well, I, I, mean, I can't even imagine it. I mean, that's why I, get, I guess the answer is yes then, because I can't even fathom the idea of anything I've, I ever do being successful. Le- because
0: you have the look, Ben of a very successful showrunner, Nice jacket. And a sports hat.
1: Yeah, well, the, by the way, this is this is, this is is all wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you, when you have a TV show, I don't know if the audience knows this, but they buy your wardrobe. Someone like me, I'm wearing this shit the rest of... I'm wearing this for three years.
3: They would to let me work. keep mine when I did my Common Central Pilot. They said, we got to take it and box it up and put it in... Uh, yeah.
1: I made a... I ran off with... I just... I stole were, some
3: shoes and uh, and uh, and, uh,
1: and some jeans. Yeah. These jeans are expensive, man. Yeah, they give I, you really expensive jeans. Yeah, I'm like... I could have done with half the price of these jeans. Yeah, but yeah, no, I don't know the answer. I mean, I just the idea that anyone will watch it is fucking crazy to me. But that's why you do it for someone like Comedy Central is the zero isn't. I mean, there's no, it's no current. It's not like I think we air will be after like a Tosh rerun or something like that. Somebody's gonna be watching. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's gonna be even a low number. Again, we neither we've decided neither of us understand numbers. That low number is going to be a bigger number than I've ever seen. So it's yeah. going to, it's going to be pretty crazy to see. And then of course I'm mean, you know I'm going to wake up and there's going to be dude loved your show and then your show fucking sucks fuck you like all that <laughs> stuff which I'm totally yeah. I'm used to. I've that's where we've been through it. I know about that. Usually because I in the old days I'd write back and agree with the person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea that they could call you and go seven hundred thousand people watched your show and you go oh my god. And they're like, mm, that's
1: not enough exactly. yeah, yeah. But No, but that's a lot of people Both 700, people. yeah, 200,000 viewers <laughs> yeah. Holy shit Who cool cool like, would have ever thought Where's the party? No, yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's the You're in big fucking tr- trouble You <laughs> took I? this network down <laughs> and like, they didn't, People did not watch The Daily Show last night Because <laughs> your show was so, so bad yeah. like, oh, Jon so Stewart upset. wants to beat
0: the shit out of you
1: Yeah, oh, mm. cool, I get to meet Jon Stewart <laughs> No, you're not listening, Ben You don't yeah. understand <laughs> Oh, badass. That's a, that's a trip to New York. First class?
0: Yes, <laughs> contractually that's true, but it's not going to be good when you get here.
1: Oh, dude, but he's I'll like, get to touch Like, make sure you wash his hands. I'm a little germaphobic, but yeah, sounds You guys going to put me up? <laughs> yes! Fucking <laughs> yeah. You're not yeah. hearing all of the negative. B- big news. About to meet Jon Stewart. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't fucking know. I like, I hate to be that guy, but like, once I saw once I saw the first two ver- versions of the first two episodes, I'm like, holy shit, this show works and it's the show I wanted to make. like I don't know like I've never had like, I'm talking about that kind of success like I've never made anything good really before. <laughs> like this is very weird like because I was waiting to get depressed after like because there's so many moving parts to the show as when you as you'll see but that it all works together as I'd planned. Like, I've never planned out a show that much of anything planned out anything that, like, worked and, like, all the pieces fit together and, like, the show works and the networks set. Like, who the fuck am I... Who's my enemy now? Yeah. To, Jonah and I had, at lunch fucking screaming about our bosses and oh, all yeah. this piece of shit. Like, I gotta find someone to yell at. Well, that's why I always wonder how... That's when you get political. Like, people,
0: yeah. with, a, people with sort of a punk background where it's, like... Yeah, I'm always coming up against the machine. And fuck the machine, and all of a sudden, it's working. And then you, you're sort of become the machine. And then what do you?
1: I know. Well, I, I mean, I kind of grew up with that music too. So I like it's kind of that thing. I'm kind of dealing with that now. Like as we were saying before, I get along with the network really well. So like, uh, so feel they're weird. not the enemy. Fucking Viacom, man. They own the <laughs> network. You like, know, the guys at Viacom like it too. It's like, oh great, so who's next? My, fuck, <laughs> my fucking EP. No, so you're the EP, and Mike, your buddy's the other EP, and you like him. All right, my managers, those fucking assholes. He's like, they, they got you the show. It's like, can just someone, just 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 throw someone. It's like, a still sacrifice. just the old bosses at current. You could just still
3: hold on well, to the, that. D-
1: trust me, give me a month. I'll f- I'll find. Something. No, what <laughs> you
0: need to do is you need to have your own Kyle, that you that will just absorb all of that tangential rage. And well,
1: you uh, fucking asshole. Feels mm. good, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate Kyle. That stupid idiot.
3: <laughs> I hate him too because he did find out that it's Fox Plaza in Century City, which was the oh, location really? for Nakatomi Plaza. The one? Well, it's, it's good he job, one? dickhead. It's the same building they shot uh, Airhead. No one cares. <laughs> That's the same That's building they a shot Airhead. Yeah. yeah, I just shoot it's, airheads. Had 90s comedy to throw out to bring it all down. And take Thanks for finding away. out Freaking the info that Chris it.
1: and I already told you was the info. <laughs> and we were pretty confident when we said it. But thank you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, like Jonas. We I, like, I like your acquiescence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man. What are you
0: going <laughs> to do?
1: Yes. Thanks for looking up the fact that I did not work in Nakatomi Plaza. Because <laughs> yeah. I know would know if I was in Nakatomi Plaza.
0: Yeah because that one floor would have all of the uh, the plastic in it and then the blood from where John's feet bled. Still to this uh, day the die hard they didn't museum. change it. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> so they just
0: left it.
1: Well, you think that new movie's going that can't be good, right?
3: Uh, well, I, I like people that I know that loved the last one like me uh said it's just fucking god awful.
1: Now, I don't I don't you
0: know however much stock you want to put into this, but it did get 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Still made it made Twenty five million over the was the number one. I think it was the number one movie over the weekend. Still made twenty five million, but but who knows what's going to happen. Well, it
3: also came out. uh, It had a long weekend. Yeah, because it came out. Actually, is out. It came out on Valentine's Day, and they they usually count that. Because I remember during the
1: Super Bowl, they had like the Yippee Kaye halftime show or something. (laughs) Like this is this is not cool. Yeah. Because Uh, the next word's a bad word. Yeah, kids are going to hear that. Yippee Kaye, Mother Russia. Yeah, exactly. I I rewatched Die Hard recently just because on TV. Holy shit! Does that movie hold up? Yeah, it's a great movie. There's not that could have come out today. I mean, should have come out. <laughs> should have come out this yeah. weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, it's great.
0: I think what we should do is um, do a a Look Who's Talking sequel, but from the first movie, because that kid would be grown up now. Mikey would be grown up. But I'd still like to see that he actually did become Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, and just sort of what happened. And <laughs> it's, awesome. it's it's very unremarkable because he just talks really, like yeah. a person. Well, that's just look the kid. Look who's talking. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Willis. Yeah, he's
1: just like a guy who's talking. Yeah. Expectedly,
0: look who's talking. Like you, expe- like he's a yeah. guy.
1: But how about this? He, he does, his mouth is a move, he does VO. Like, look who's talking. He
3: <laughs> <And so laughs> just turns out to, to be a mute. Yeah. He turned out to be a mute. Weirdly,
0: here. he gets. turns out to be a mute. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like, why would he ever talk if he's got that? <laughs> yeah, that exactly. so was way
3: better
0: than my joke, which was that he gets pregnant somehow. Oh. And then you just hear. And I still think Kirstie Alley and John Travolta should be his parents.
3: <laughs> yeah, they'll still be his parents somehow. That's just the kid, isn't it, though? Wasn't that the Bruce Willis movie where it's uh, the young version of himself shows up? Which one? Oh, yeah. That the movie Disney The Kid. Movie. Yeah.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I Maybe mean, that's what they were thinking. That was their. They couldn't get the right, so that was the next best. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> they could try. Look who's talking. I love this Look Who's Talking sequel idea where just everyone's growing up, but the son is. Su- 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 they don't explain why the son is older than the parents. Yeah. Yeah, and, they don't. Yeah. Or, or do they explain. Well, why you could do- tell
0: by his voice in the womb. Like he. he like he there was clearly around, some yeah. type of progeria. Yeah. That was happening. Well, What's questions. crazy is that the sperm
3: still had the same voice than when it hit the egg and became. That's that's weird. Technically,
0: because... George Siegel was the father. Yeah, because that was the whole thing. He got Kirstie Alley pregnant. And then John Travolta was a crazy cab driver who, like, helped her out. And then they fell in love. So really, Schinkel was his dad, right? Was he?
3: Yeah, I think so. Oh, maybe... no, it was a Vigoda. It was Abe Vigoda. Abe Vigoda. It
0: was Abe
1: Vigoda. I was gonna say I gotta rewatch this film, but I know I'm not. There's no way. Don't call it a
0: film. It, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: there was, I, uh, there's already been. Two, there was <laughs> Luke who's talking. Luke who's talking
0: two. Look who's talking now. Look who's talking now.
3: I Luke who's talking two had uh, uh, Roseanne Barr as the little the sister. And then the pets was and Danny pets was,
0: DeVito and Diane Keaton. Yes,
3: and that was Luke who's talking now. So this would be the fourth installment if we did it. Look who won't shut the if, fuck up.
1: Yeah. If we, I like that. I like that. If we did it. Like, it's up to us. Yeah. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Look who's continuing With, to obviously talk. Obviously, we can get the rights, and we can get the actors, but let's, yeah. just, let's make a decision. I'm going to pitch him. this yeah. to Thomas
0: Tull at Legendary. Yeah. Thomas... I think I've got a winner. <laughs> we're
1: going to get Nolan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're going to produce yeah. the Look Who's Talking. Comedy Central, I'll be unavailable for season I think, two. Yeah, I think I'm we're working, on, a, look who's I'm, talking I'm working on Look Who's I, Talking. Who's I honestly fu- think... Won't stop talking the fuck up. Like, oh. um.
0: I honestly think that's what they should have done. They should not have made this Die Hard 5. They should have made it Look Who's Talking 5. This last one. Where he goes to oh, Russia. Oh,
3: yes, you're right. I was actually. should have been at Look Who's Talking. They should actually know, sorry, because since it's like Look Who's Talking 2, no. No, see, because it was like the Look Who's Talking Now should have been Look Who's Talking 2, 2. So T O O. So it was, it was the sequel to Look Who's Talking 2. Look Who's
1: Talking 2, also. Or
0: yes, Look Who's yes, Talking well. <laughs> 2 2, where Bruce Willis is the inner monologue of Bishop Desmond Tutu.
1: I'd watch that. Yeah. It reminds me too of fr- my buddy Craig and I, we decided back in the. Uh, the rougher days, were are like, we're going to make write a spec script that we know won't sell, but it'll just make everyone go town crazy. So we wrote, we got 10 pages into three men and a whore, <laughs> where the girl grows up and becomes a prostitute. Oh, I remember you telling that. And like, it's just like, it's like a fucking porn. It was so, dis- <laughs> like, it was so... Because she had
0: a very dysfunctional family.
1: She had, just, she had three dads. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's no, that that's going to yeah. change a woman. And one of them was Gutenberg. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's got to mess you up, man.
1: And so you know we—he's probably the nicest guy in the world. We we rewatched that to uh, for our brilliant both idea. No, just the first one. Holy shit, is that bad? Really? Doesn't hold up. It uh, it's like the Leonard Nimoy directed that. Did you know that? What? (laughs) Leonard Nimoy directed Three Men and a Baby. Did I know that? I don't know if I knew that. That's a that's a fact. Did he also
3: do the soundtrack?
1: I don't know, but he should Pick have Pick up was, your yeah.
0: fellow man, lend
1: him <laughs> a helping. Is that on the notepad? A I'm pretty, I'm almost. I'm nearly positive. I'm right about that. But that was. I think that's the worst film I've ever seen. No, really? there's way worse movies. I don't know. At the time, it was just like. I'm gonna really think of something else. I don't know. It it, it threw me. Because that was, I think it was like the highest grossing comedy at that time. It, the movie was enormous. That movie was huge. Yeah. But it, it looks like an after school, spe- it, it's, it's awful.
3: Did that come out before Full House? Because Full House has a three dad
0: situation as well.
1: Probably it did. It probably That probably is like the TV version. Three of dad that. situation yeah. is my
0: Crosby, Stills, and Nash I cover.
1: That. Three dad <laughs> situation. Yeah. I love that song.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and they're just, uh, it's Crosby, Stills, and Nash and they're raising Neil Young.
0: Oh, that's adorable. CSNY, <laughs> you so find it yet, Kyle? It yeah, it's a bad, bad network situation here. So what, what, what is, what is your, t- what is occupy, what's gonna occupy your time once you turn in the, sh- like once you're done?
1: Well, a lot of the pre, I mean, I'm getting really great response as far as you know, doing talk show. I've never done talk show before, so you know, sit the couch, which I, obviously you've done a lot, but I've never like sat down on a couch and talked to Jimmy Kimmel or Conan. I don't know. I'm tr- doing that stuff in the You know, interviews and all the. To answer your question, I don't fucking know. (laughs) Like it's promoting the show, really. But other than that, yeah, bits set up. No, I gotta, I gotta figure it out. Yeah. Well, my idea was to talk to like I think Norm is like the talk show guest. He's the best
3: talk show guest ever. So
1: I'm gonna my get my goal was for him to train me like Rocky style. (laughs) But uh, I but no one can really do what Norm does though. He's so specific. I think it would. Yeah, That's
0: what you right got to right do on there is, uh, is, uh, is take on a joke book.
1: Exactly, I, I know, there, it, it would come off so obviously that I was doing a norm impression that I probably yeah. shouldn't do that. But, like, it is, like, your first, what was your first on-the-couch show?
0: Um, Daytime or nighttime? I think I did nighttime. nighttime my first nighttime on-the-couch talk show. Oh, fuck, I don't remember. It might have been... It, my, actually, I don't. I think it was maybe Fallon, like four years
1: ago, were you, or three years ago. Whenever the first year that he did, you freak out about it, or were you like? Uh, I mean, I were you just like? Right. Like, my question is, where do you start? Could you tell your life story? Do you tell a funny anecdote? I mean, I don't even. Well,
0: know. they'll do a pre-interview, and then you'll talk to their. It's funny. Well, I guess they didn't really so like, do a late-night talk show until well into my career. Maybe it was Ferguson or Fallon or something. But anyway, yeah, they'll, they'll pre-interview you, and you'll you'll talk a lot, and then they'll. It's not scripted at all. I mean, at least the ones that I've done, they'll just, the producer will remind you like, oh, you know, you could talk about this. You could talk about this. I mean, it's all going to somewhat be relevant to the thing you're talking about. And then, and there are then at a certain point, you just get to, if you're lucky enough, then you get to be someone like Bill Burr who just goes on and is fucking hilarious. Yeah,
3: best. I saw that last Conan one.
1: Was funny. That
3: one was so incredible.
1: Yeah, uh, go downstairs and see the guy at the oboe. Best oboe player. <laughs> <laughs> was that the, the one he was talking about
3: uh is it the president like how like how hard oh, it is yeah, to yeah, be the president yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's like you have to oh, do the all moment that stuff. he
1: yawns they're like
3: oh, yeah. A, yeah yeah exactly and then like when you're watching the best oboe player in the world you
1: yawn everyone's like he hates music that's <laughs> where i know i'm behind with comedy because i just i've just now seen that guy do stand-up like obviously he's been around holy fuck he's fun like, how, how do best. i miss these people like, yeah he's so just not in that stand-up Bill scene. may be the. Still may be the best comic right
0: now, yeah. In my opinion,
1: that's what I'm. Th- I mean, that's what that's. But that's how late I come to it, which is like, all right. They they say he's the best comic. Time to check him out. Yeah. Um, There's n- there are no lulls. There are no lulls. Well, I watched his that last up special on Netflix. I was like, God, this guy's so fucking funny. And it was it was that. It was like, where's the filler? There's yeah. no filler. No filler. Yeah, and like
3: me. he'll like he'll bring up a topic that you just don't agree with
1: at all. And by the end of it, you're on his side. Kind of like, you know, when I watch those Louis specials, I'm just like, where's the part where he's going to kind of slow down and kind of you know, yeah. take a break No, at the end after the show? Um, no, but back to, the, back, back, to, back to me, which is back to you. Like, were you nervous about those things? Well, of course, yeah. Especially because, you know, it's, well, you know
0: from doing, or you may, well, you don't do stand-up, but, you know, it, is, it always takes a couple minutes to sort of warm up. You know, like, I feel like you can sort of get lucky that you immediately connect with the crowd for whatever reason. But if they're not really that familiar with who you are, sometimes it can take a minute or two to warm up. So just go in knowing that there will be a minute where you're kind of connecting with the audience and don't worry. Just have fun. Like, honestly, the most important thing you could do is have fun because no matter what happens, as long as you have fun, it's going to be fine.
1: It it feels like it's something hard to make it really i mean you can be really bad but it's hard to make it really bad but also hard to do that bill burr level of like don't go in there trying to be the fucking funniest
0: and also uh, understand the dynamics of the room in terms of you know like the conan studio is very large so there's a lot of distance between you and the audience and so you know you notice like when bill does this is when does, the
1: space work will help out this is
0: yeah exactly so you notice like when bill does conan His body is out toward the audience and he's lobbing shit over the cameras, over the sometimes when people are not facing like if they're not really talking to the audience there, which is which you can totally do because the audience at home will hear you. But just don't be thrown if the live audience doesn't react as much because you have to really aim far to hit like in a big studio in a tighter space. It's a little more intimate. You know, it's a little bit easier to connect because they're right there. But a studio audience can often be. And
1: Kimmel's pretty wild, right? That I mean, I've been to tapings of Kimmel. Yeah. Kimmel can be great, but it can also it's you know like there's a lot of it's stuff right going army, on on the right?
0: set. There's a band. There's yeah. Jimmy. There's a lot of lights. People just came in off Hollywood Boulevard. There's a lot of things that can distract them. But he's gotten really amazing at like focusing the crowd. By the way,
1: wrote me the nicest letter, like right in the thick of post when I was like just a bad, just a bad day of just like a lot of shit going wrong. I get an email. Jimmy Kimmel. I don't even know if he wants me to repeat it. It's just like, I fucking love your show. It's oh. so fucking funny. Like, this, someone has no affiliation with the show, I don't know him personally. Just out of nowhere. Telling me how much he loves the show and he just wants to help, you know, That's like really to have you cool. on the show. Like, He's like, I think he might be the new Tom Hanks of, uh, Like, just, and he wrote Kent, the president as well, just like, I want to let you know I watched that Ben show. It's fucking hilarious, man. He's a good guy. Uh, yeah. You can tell by, like, there's no reason for him to find my email and write me an email. He could have just stopped by my dressing room while I was at the show. You know, it's like, I want to tell this kid I like his show. Fucking nicest thing ever. Or, nice. or it's a hoax,
0: and one of your friends is going to be like, did you ever get that email I sent
1: you from Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. Oh.
0: Ten years trying. <laughs> did to you totally us, believe that? <laughs> that you're going to do the couch, you're going to be like, thanks for having... I didn't write you a...
1: Yeah, you're not even supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where's Jennifer you, Aniston? You've never had a show. Yeah. I don't have a show. <laughs> you work at Current TV. Yeah, you're still here. That's you, why we're still here. You're a correspondent for Al Jazeera. <laughs> um. Anyway. Well, I hope
0: that you... First of all, I hope your show does well, and I hope that if it does do well, that you can enjoy that success. Do you... Do you are, are you kind of a saboteur of
1: good things? Do you... Well, I'm. I'm always... I'm not a saboteur. That's different. I've seen friends of mine... What I know what you're saying, which is literally sabotage their career, like do things to make their career go bad. I don't do that. I just have a little bit of trouble. It's fine. Greg Fitzsimmons just said the same thing, like on his part. Like, is can you just try to enjoy? It's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just that just my neuroses just goes crazy. But I do appreciate that. But I'm trying all I can to uh enjoy it. I'm very aware that this is like a rare thing and not to enjoy the moment,
0: yeah, not happening. I'm trying.
1: Well, trying is all you can do sometimes. I can tell you
0: though that what sometimes what I do is I, I will say to myself, I know that what's happening right now is amazing. There's a lot of pressure on me to make sure that I don't fuck it up or that I do what I'm supposed to do, and so I may not be enjoying it as much as I could be right now. But in high in retrospect, I know that I will enjoy it and I will look back on it as an amazing. Like I sort of I sort, of, I sort of defer the. Because when you're in the moment, it can be a little hard sometimes to... Because you really do have to focus and like, I fucking got to make this work.
1: Totally. And like, looking back, how much fun should Jonah and I have had at current, knowing that we would later be able to employ ourselves doing stuff we like doing? Yeah. It would have been so much more fun if we just kind of enjoyed it at the time. Yeah, it's a fucking shitty gig. We got to take like two hour lunches while we just did nothing but hang out. Yeah, we got to stick around a lot. But, you know, that's how we work, I suppose. That's the young punks in you. Yeah, exactly. We're trying to be trying to take cool. down Al Gore. Yeah. Well, we got it's the not best. Not of that, gonna right? work what now. What did he get? Five hundred million for that?
3: He fucking got so much money.
0: Al Gore Zira. <laughs> <Yeah>. But
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: That's good. It's good wordplay. That's, that's why I laughed. And it's his name on the place that he uh, sold it to. For <laughs> <a laughs> combine the two. For A lot of money. I just t- I just yeah. took those two.
1: Those were separate words. They
0: before. were separate words, but you know, loosely related because he I mean again guys, I, I want
3: to tell you right now that uh Three Men and a Baby is actually based off of a French novel. Yes.
1: I knew that, yeah, yeah.
3: Trois, tro- I don't know. Do you know French at all? Hold on. You guys knew that? I never knew that.
1: That I knew Trois hommes et un coiffe. Which translate to translates to the story of Jonah. <laughs> oh, that's something else I was researching. Yeah, sorry.
0: And was directed by Leonard Nimoy.
1: Yes. He directs my life. Um, you yeah, good, Leo? Leo Murray. <laughs> what
0: are you going to do today?
1: Me? I'm going to go lock th- sound on... Because th- I'm a crazy control freak, so I have to be there at all sound mixes. Mm-hmm. So I go, like, you know, th- can you get the EQ up in the right? Yeah, like, all this annoying stuff. And the dude's just like, shut the fuck up. And I'm, a- I go... I pretend like I know all the sound stuff. So we locked I'm going to try to get three sound cuz sound's the last the sound mix is the last part. So get those done and then we'll all only have one episode left. So I have to get that done today. And then uh you know relax go relax. Hang out. Is it
0: yeah. is it what it just is it the Ben Hoffman show?
1: It's the Ben Show. The Ben Show. Well, actually, it's the Ben Show with Ben Hoffman. It's not a. It's not a uh, vanity thing. It's a. It was for legal reasons. Sure. But uh, yeah, I did not want my name twice in the title. It was just (laughs) supposed to be the. You can call it the Ben Show. Well,
3: it's also uh, the Jezelnik Offensive with Anthony Jezelnik is the official title for his show. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's kind of thing. It's the same like the Daily Show. Yeah, which no one says like, hey, did you watch the Daily Show with Jon Stewart? Yeah. Just the Daily Show, but for legal, like every basically. Like with bands, every show title is now taken. It for some at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you just have to add little things. To yeah, like legally, uh, the Beatles. Yeah. So it's on every Thursdays at ten on Comedy Central. They're starting a new Thursday. They don't even have shows on, on Thursdays. But you're
0: going to do busy. it for
1: them. I'm going to give them Thursday nights. Me at ten. Nathan Fielder at ten thirty. Brand new comedy. Well,
0: about Friends is on.
3: <laughs> Must see TV, Chris. Yep. Yeah.
1: This is the new must see TV. The new must see
0: lineup. Yeah.
1: How Taking it from sense?
0: NBC. Can yeah. people find you on the.
1: Oh, yeah. Twitter, The Ben Show. Hey, th- I don't know if I did this right, but I was like, I'm going to have my Twitter. I was like, if the show gets canceled, still The Ben Show is a good Twitter handle. Yeah. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it gets confusing, too, because it'll be like, watch. People, everyone's like, watch at The Ben Show Hoffman. with Ben Hoffman. Like, no, I'm the. Twitter name is The Ben Show. Yeah. So kind of fucked everything up, but you can go to Comedy Central, go to my, they have a Facebook page and they have all that shit, a Tumblr. Like, does that seem excessive? Nah. That's about what they're doing now. It's a digital age, my friend. I guess so. I gotta take take a. It's a social
0: media world, and we just populate it. Exactly. We but just, I we think just I it. think
3: people should tune in because Ben was the funniest guy working at Current TV, uh, which I know it doesn't sound like it's I was saying much. Say, I was yeah, bad. yeah. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> but it was uh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Fuck you, man. It yeah. was ridiculous. Like uh, at the time, just like see, you know, someone so funny that just like would just get told no, and it would always be like, what. If, what is happening? Like it, it made me think that I was wrong about comedy. Like being being at that place, I was like, it was "Well, like, that
1: should have helped you out." Yeah. Well, now this this is this is encouragement. We're both doing okay. We exactly. got exactly. Yeah. We're here. We're here. In a giant building. Doing an internet podcast.
0: Exactly. Congratulations, you comedy monkeys. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's my uh... <clears throat> party girl. Yeah. Um, no, but thanks for having me on, man. This is awesome.
0: Yeah, and and congratulations. I mean, it is a fucking it is a feat to get a show picked up and get a show on the air. So honestly, I mean, I hope this doesn't sound schmaltzy, but no matter what happens, it's an
2: incredible no, thing it's that crazy. you've done.
1: Like, the last last week or two weeks ago, again, it still hadn't quite hit me because I'm just like, you know, the this line is needs to be moved because I'm watching a bit trebly. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, "Can you approve the images for the billboard here?" And I'm like. Uh, what was that again? <laughs> uh, yeah, the billboard on Sunset Boulevard. You need to, you know, improve the images so we can put it up. It's like, I guess they're doing this. I guess it's airing, and wow. like they're going to do the. And the, the good news is that no
0: matter, I mean, again, no matter what happens with the show, it's you're in the machine as someone who has sold the show. You've written on shows, like it's. Well, that was the whole goal. You're gonna, the, you're gonna be okay.
1: The goal with the pilot was to make a crazy pilot, which will get me from writing on, com, on. Cable networks to writing on network shows. That was the goal of the pilot was to get better writing gigs, and then they picked it up. And I'm like, oh fuck, Now nah, I got to go do podcasts and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, now comes the billboard. This could get. This is going to be hard to get. Find a negative about. <laughs> now what do I do? I'll find a way. Next year,
0: Ben Hoffman's hosting the Emmys.
1: Yeah, exactly. but, man, but I'm. But it's not the Oscars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Emmys take you to lunch. Yeah. And you
0: walk the Emmys to their car. And they have to push you away. Those like that's fun. not what this yeah. was about.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to host the damn Emmys.
0: And please give me back my sweats, Jenna.
1: Oh yeah, that girl. Ugh. Is she, what Did you did you say you do know the final answer on her?
0: No, I have no idea.
1: She's married.
0: It's possible. What I don't know a wife. lot of things about those days. A lot of them are just in this weird drunken smear.
1: Well, I have a question about that too. I know we're we're getting done here, but. So the last couple of years, I, base, I just don't like drinking. I just, and I'm just like, I don't want to do something I don't like. So I basically don't drink anymore. What the fuck am I supposed to do? What's left? Nothing. Starbucks. I get, but I'm saying like at night, like I can't go to bars. Video games? People. I get, a maybe, girlfriend? No, that maybe, that, maybe that would be the answer.
0: Reading? I do read a lot. Education? Educate yourself on something? Find a topic, find a thing you always wanted to learn and just devote an hour a night to learning it. Within, within a year, you could be an expert.
1: Do you guys have Kindles? No. God, the Kindle's changed my life I have an Andy, I have an Andy Kindle <laughs> You have an Andy Kindle?
0: <laughs> I have an Andy Kindle
1: This book is um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> This The third word got out of my mouth I'm like, yeah. I shouldn't do this Yeah, it's good <laughs> No, it doesn't seem like you mean that No,
3: I thought it was a good Andy Kindler impression No, Will I Kindler it was a, approve? I thought it was
1: a spot on Andy Kindle Yeah
3: <laughs> Not the best Kindler Really good Kindle
1: yeah. It's the best Andy Kindle I've heard
0: Yeah Andy Kindler is one of my favorite comedians.
1: Yeah, no, I'm just... I I don't know how... Oh, God, he's so funny. I don't know what to... I'm trying to find stuff to do.
0: Learn something new. Because especially as a writer, you need to put... I've
1: I've noticed I have been reading a ton more. Like, I'm I'm a guy with a comedy show who's dead in the middle of an 800-page LBJ biography right now. So that is a, a new... And hey, some by the way, JFK there. is bugging LBJ right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is not. I'm not making this up. He, he's bugging him to death. He's like, "You got to get your connections and help me out and set up a uh, set up some uh, fundraising dinners in Dallas because for '64, like you, you, fucker, you better set these up or uh, like." And I know where this is going because I, I, I know the full story. Like, it's pretty crazy, and LBJ's like, yeah, I'll do it. Ooh. Like, it's kind of weird. I didn't know that part of it. Yeah. That, like, JFK was, like, pounding LBJ. Do, like, it! Yeah. do it! Just do it! go to Dallas. Like, what's the worst that could happen?
3: da da Yeah, exactly.
1: But yeah, no.
0: So it's sort of an upstairs-downstairs <laughs> White House edition. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, you could go on iTunes U on iTunes and download, like, full MIT courses. Like, you literally... Did you start doing that? I, I downloaded uh, I downloaded the complete first-year physics program, uh, but I've been so busy with work that I haven't even... Mm-hmm. Because, because for me, it's sort of... I, I don't have a lot of extra time, and when I do have a little bit of extra time, I just kind of need to stare at something and zone out for an hour. That's
1: kind of what I'm dealing with now, too, because I've been so swamped for the last six I haven't had a minute to myself in six months, and now it's like there's a chance I can have a lot of free time. And there's a ton of television
0: to catch up on, too. Like, oh. there's, a ton, there's a lot of stuff. Just fill your head with stuff. There's enough stuff in the world. The internet yeah, can give you Yeah, TV star, you you'll
3: figure out something. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Maybe what, you should what, what, what? Uh, adopt a child or a puppy or...
1: Eh, too much work.
0: All right, but that's I fair. That that's that'd be fair. It's a fan. Yeah. Enjoy a burrito, everyone. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.
3: Hey, grown-ups. The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast.